I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Oh, God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Hello there. Welcome to Beef Bangers, the first podcast yeah. about Travis stuffing too much beef in his mouth. I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm the man that stuffs too much beef in his mouth. <sighs> yeah, that's... You're obscene. This that's is, my name. Try. This is not. This is not a valid opening. I'm your Cody for this evening. And I'm Mike. There we are. There we are. We're all every single oh, one of yep. us. Yeah. Look at that. Mike and I Mike and I just came from doing another movie commentary for the Patreon. Yeah. It's great. Um we watched a movie called Hiss with three S's. Beautiful. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, uh, let me tell you how I feel about it. It was Surely. terrible. Um, leave some leave leave some for the Patreon. Yeah, I'm just letting you know that it's a good time yeah. if you don't respect your time. Uh shout out to Big Will. <laughs> I like that. What did you think of the movie? Uh, I like that they had some dancing going on, which is pretty cool. You know, random spurts of dancing, hot chicks. Bollywood. That the main character was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, snakes having sex. Fuck yeah! Ladies having what sex is... with snakes. And uh, yeah, it so was pretty. Uh, Tom, how could you say it's a bad movie? Well, yeah, Mike it, just told me a great story. It's all the other parts. They they really add up. The things yeah, in between Mike, those things are terrible. That's <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> yeah. Mike, on a scale of one to sixty-nine, how do you rate it? Oh my god, like like negative one. Wow. Mm. Well, I I just sixty-nine my way over to the grocery store to buy a bunch of uh, Chef Boyardee <laughs> canned Chef Boyardee, which I am going to work on some Patreon material as well. This is this is <laughs> exclusive. Research. This is research. exclusive content. Yeah, we're so coming to patrons. We have a giant yeah. commercial right at the top of every episode, and it's all improvised. Yeah. Well, so basically, if you want to see the scientific research about your boy Chef Boy and me, Travis Lee. <laughs> Then uh. you should probably just become our patron. Hey, get in there! All right, um, <laughs> you're missing a lot. <laughs> pay attention. How's everyone week? We talked about kind of what we did. These are important things that we did. Yeah, that was business. Yeah. Now we're gonna yeah. lighten it up again to tell the Pleasure. people that we we have lives outside of this. Uh, so, Mike, what did you do? Um, went to work. My Uber driver got pulled over when I was going to my sister's graduation. He like uh, made a right into like a sea of people crossing an intersection. <laughs> he like forced them to get out of the way, and the cop just pulled him over and gave him a ticket. Like vehicular manslaughter? Yeah. yeah what was, was going, the ticket for? Uh, going through a crosswalk when pedestrians have the right of way. I don't. Know. Did he get like twelve of those or something? Yeah, one. Just one. He wasn't going one. like super fast, but he just like yeah, muscled just, his way through. Yeah, like like you know how they have like those novelty sized checks for fuckers that win the lottery. It's just like a novelty sized like citation. Yeah, that he like tries <laughs> to funnel through the window. <laughs> I'm just imagining your Uber driver Tokyo drifting into like I don't know a graduation. I mean, He's just been graduated to president. Yeah. President schools oh. out for <laughs> summer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that was my wow. week. Yeah. All right. 
Um, <laughs> How about you guys? No. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this one, my, my week was a global week, as in, you know how Australia's been on fire for the last few weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Gabby pointed out that uh, if you go to Outback, they, they're donating some of the money from Outback to the Australian people because oh. money puts out fires. We all know this. Yeah, I've exactly. Seen it. Yeah, so. I thought you were going to say they have fiery deals over at Outback. No, I mean, yeah, she she's like, hey, let's go to Outback, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no stranger to bad decisions. Let's go. Yeah, I, we ate, and uh, I got diarrhea. So because Australia's <laughs> on fire, I have diarrhea. Well, that's the point: is you're supposed to eat it and then diarrhea on the flames. Yeah, but I'm nowhere but near it. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I'm in well, fucking comat. Uh, you haven't. Yeah, you just haven't <laughs> been eating enough. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. We did have a very nice time. Uh, Gabby and I, but you uh, the blooming onion though. You, you always rush home. You got to rush home. No, the reason I didn't get the blooming onion is because we went for what I would call extremely early dinner, yeah. which is three thirty in the afternoon. Ah, but, but well, you, you got a little. Got, you got some Fosters, mate. Having any time? Yeah, and I actually didn't even drink. I was like, I have shit to do still. This is like <laughs> midday. <literal> shit. <laughs> this is not the nightcap where I could just get away with lying down uh, on <laughs> on a long toilet. Like one of those giant urinals, which I did. I saw one of those the other week. I mean, the other day, I went to a bar and there was one of those giant long. Oh, the trough? No, the the um, the 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 vertical ones. You know, the ones that run all the way to the ground. Yeah. Mm. And you see one of those, and you, uh, yeah, I haven't pissed on my feet in a while. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always afraid of stepping in them. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Puddling. Anyway, enough of that. I mean, my week is just Australian diarrhea fire. And that's all I got. Cody, how about you? Uh, it's probably old news and out of the theaters, but I saw that uh, that World War One movie. No, World War Two movie. No, one. one World War One, dog. You don't even know what yeah, movie you one, saw? <laughs> yeah, th- well, it has a name. It has a fucking name. Yeah, that's why the- I corrected myself. I said World War Two, <laughs> and then I was like 1917. Yes, I, I saw 19 World War Two about 30-ish years prior to that. You saw the prequel to World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great movie. Uh, the movie is billed as being like one cut. It's not. There's two. I counted. I counted. I'm there. I was irate in my chair when I saw the cut. Oh, Refund. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't sneak that past me. Yeah. If there's <laughs> any one thing Cody hates, it's when you lie about numbers to him. It, it's like, oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's more than you said there would be, but... Yeah. More than advertised cuts. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, uh, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it yeah. Cool. What would you, you add, uh Cody, out of sixty nine stars. Yeah, I'd give that bitch a fifty eight. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a good movie. Mm. Good movie. It's a war movie that isn't necessarily about uh murdering bitches. Mm. Bitches did get murdered, but it, w- it was more about saving lives than. Uh, what are you talking um, about? Are you talking about the Grand Theft Auto where you can murder exclusively women? No, I haven't yeah. seen that mod. Well, you know, you're talking about murdering bitches, murdering bitches. No, in the I was e- in the dog using- fighting pits. Gender fluid bitch. Mike can right. be a bitch. I can be a bitch. Wait, uh, Travis, uh, I forgot to ask you how oh, many yeah, you how many bleeps. cans of ravioli did you get? I only got eight right now, but the collection will grow. Trust me. No, dude. you got five, Travis. Four no, of those dude. Are the same. All right, they have different sizes of ravioli, but the and can each is one the same is a different size. flavor because it's a different size. That's like calling Gatorade different flavors. No, it's sugar water that comes in different colors. 
Uh, but dog, no, there's different you, flavors. Imagine if, you, all right, Cole, you Shut can't up, tell me that there's a, not a difference between overstuffed ravioli and mini ravioli, like baby Dude. ones, like little ants, but filled with ravioli. It's ant ravioli gonna taste the same. I believe ant ravioli is sisters to streganona. <laughs> the guts, the deep cut. All right, Travis, uh, you had a week, right? No, my week's been just mainly ravioli. All right, great. Let's start the episode then. All right. Yeah. Speaking of Italian dishes, if you want to regard Chef Boyardee as Italian cuisine, I want everyone to warm up their Italian accents. Do it. Hey. Hey, fuck you. How are you doing? Good. I like this. You tired me. Team building. Wordcraft. It's good. On our mortician slap tonight, we have Gabriele Amort. He's 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 an exorcist. He, he's he's the Vatican exorcist. He'll pull demons out of your body, Mike, like a set of Fisher Price anal beads. Hell yeah! Ah, I was just good about stuff. to talk about pulling demons out of my body, but you beat me to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Gabriele Amort beat you to it. So this guy's a tricky bitch to research. Again, using bitch as gender fluid. <laughs> Just because of the semi-anonymous nature of exorcisms and what goes down, Vatican's hush-hush, like, don't talk about it too much. But fortunately for us, his career kicks off in his 60s. His early life has little documentation, and his midlife is routinely priestly duties. Which is fortunate, because the shenanigans kick off in his twilight years, as I said. Now, don't so thinking, you're telling me, you're telling me watch, we get what, to roast what? an old man. An We're old, exclusively roasting fart. an old man. It's going to smell wonderful because he's Italian. Mm. Like garlic bread? Garlic bread, olive oil, the whole... I love that shit. What's your favorite memory of an old man or an old person smell? You know, they have a smell. What the uh, fuck does that even mean? No, I mean, uh, sometimes you're like, I went to my grandma's and she made frozen White Castle burgers, but it smelled like old people. But like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. association. When I used to work at Marshalls, this lady uh-huh. would pay with uh, like these like coins and like a plastic bag, and I remember like my hand smelling so bad, like that money had like just smelled like straight dirt, like disgusting. <laughs> like she would come people. in all the time, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" Oh, dirt same money. bag, but, like all these like fucking quarters smelling like shit. Ew. Probably lasted her the rest of her life. Yeah, she's like a bag lady. Yeah, I mean, can't knock it. It's a retirement fund. Yeah. yeah, we're all gonna like get dirt, old and yeah. smelly. I'm gonna have bags of coins. Might not uh have any value. But no, but they'll be heavy and cumbersome as fuck. They'll be annoying. Yeah, I don't know. Like old people, it's funny. Funny you say that because uh, my grandpa is the best smelling man on the face of the planet. Really? Not our yeah. shared one on my dad's side. Oh. Yeah. This this no, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Mike. This man knows... Uh, <laughs> Your grandpa reeks. He, he never lost his sense of smell, so he's popping in showers, you know, every day, like, getting in there, and then he, he has uh, certain colognes for different days of the week. That's or, fancy. Or I events. like it. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, and, in fact, he was very proud to share with me that he is referred to as the good-smelling old guy at Publix. It's <laughs> rare. It's good. I like yeah. that. Yes! Yeah, so with that, yeah, I mean, hanging out with my grandpa is cool. He's a good guy. Can he give oh, me some? Smell good when I'm older. Yeah. Can he give me some tips on good colones to get? Good colons. Axe uh, body spray. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> axe body spray. Right. He was the guy getting it before it was in the can, and it came in an axe. 
<laughs> and you just nod on it. Uh, yeah, so like I said, don't go thinking I up and forgot to present a chunk of this episode when we're suddenly talking about him when he's 60 years old, just before the halfway mark. That's when the demonic juices are the most succulent in this episode. Cool. And just because uh, the name Gabriele Amort is way too cool uh, for tonight's screwy Italian rapscallion, I will simply refer to him as Gaby. 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 All right, Gaby. Gaby. That's a girl's name. Gaby. Gaby. Like I'm going to put you up in the air like a little Gaby. Thank you. Born May 1st, <laughs> 1925, Modena, Italy. So, born in the old country. He was brought up in a very political, very religious, and very Italian family. Said combination virtually ensured there was never a moment of silence in that particular household. His family were proponents of the People's Party, a religiously founded socialist party growing in popularity in the nation at this time. Throughout his childhood, he's exposed indirectly to Modena's legendary past involving an inquisition that hunted down the likes of alleged warlocks, sorceresses, and uh, your occasional necromancer. So it's a little spooky, little spugats oh, in yeah. Modena. Yeah. Nowadays, it, it's like the kind of shit where you grow up uh, thinking that there's Santa Claus, and then no one ever tells you there isn't Santa Claus. Yeah, that'd be crazy if no one told Med- you. Yeah, imagine being a six-year-old man being like, I can't wait to catch this motherfucker. I'm going to put out the yeah. longest cookies. It could take forever for him to eat them. I'm going to wake up when he's chomping away. I always think that I can still be a warlock. Sometimes I just I stare at things for a long time. Yeah. And then I, I like put my hand like out. Mike, like how Mike stares like at I'm the Luke sun. Like I'm Luke Scrimewalker. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, get out of here, book. And I try to move it. But it never moves. But I might still be a warlock, though. Yeah, uh, you're still getting the hang of it. If you think you yeah. are, you are. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I, I have some bad news, Travis. Uh, you're never going to get there unless you uh, start rubbing, like, dead animals and all shit all over you. So you Just, better start I mean, doing that. It's My, a I'm going to go warlocks. with Mike's boomer dad advice. If yeah. you believe in yourself, that's what it is. That's I it have is. a 15-inch dick because I believe I do. Hey. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a lot of blood, A, and uh, yeah. B, you know, 15 inches is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, men build bridges, you understand? They could, yeah. they could build whatever yeah. they want. I can build something with an erection. Yeah. A beautiful that's thing. Why, <laughs> that's why it's yeah. called an erection. It's a building. You're erecting. All right, Cody, we can keep talking about warlocks. No. <laughs> yeah, Stop let's get it. back into Gaby over here. Gaby. Gaby. He's, he's got ooky Scooby-Doo shit going on in his hometown. <clears throat> Around the age of 17, Gaby begins loosely entertaining the notion of becoming a clergyman. It's absolutely not the first career choice right now, but it is a solid second or third. But as World War II reared its ugly head, it didn't matter what Gaby wanted to do. It was more of what Gaby would be forced to do. Come his 18th birthday, Italy's farcical installed puppet government yoinks him away from his family and friends and drafts him into the fascist army. That sucks. You mean with that Mussolini guy? The Mussolini Mussolini guy. Oh, man. uh, Takes Gabby and makes him uh, use a Sten machine gun and Carcano rifle against the Allied powers during World War II. Hell yeah, Cody. Hell yeah. Talking about some rifles. Let me tell you also... Uh, Italy, they just, like, did not give a shit about their weaponry. Like, their tanks and their rifles constantly jammed. So they're like, yo, what up, warlock boy? 
take this shit. It's going to jam, dog. But you got warlock skills. You got warlock yeah. skills, sir. Trade off. Yeah, they had notoriously bad everything. Like yeah. they they were the biggest joke in the war. Like if they had real guns and stuff, they would have Mussolini would have been um like more of a threat. He would have been considered more of a Hitler type as opposed to um a Mussolini type. A, yeah, Mussolini type, like the kind of it's like, "Oh, what's that guy?" You know, you say Hitler and everyone's like, "Yeah, he's not very nice." But yeah, he's he's he wasn't the Italian Hitler. He was just like a guy who put his face on a building. Yeah, and, ugly... and, they, and they still took naps in the middle of the day. Yeah, his ugly doe face. <laughs> in the trenches. Yeah. They do good sports cars, though, right? Modena is current, like, his hometown is, like, also the birthplace of Ferrari. I'm not saying that the Italian people aren't capable of that. I'm saying the state <laughs> itself had such little care. Oh, the fascist party? Yeah, they were just so, they were so, like, you know, wishy-washy. Yeah. Like, everyone go, get go. in here now. And they're like, wait, the, you know, we haven't paid the electric bill. It's like, get in. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, well, it's also not just the state. It's like, if the Italians really want to do something, they do it the best. But if they don't want to do it, they're like, I don't know. We got pasta. That makes you hey, sleepy. Forget about it. <laughs> hey, speaking of 15-inch cocks. Uh, do you remember that, that guy what? when we were in Italy with the orange pants that had that 15-inch cock? It was, well, he what? wasn't. He was flaccid, and it was like seven inches. So, like, are yeah. you like doing the math there? Oh, the hung boy. Yeah, he was just standing in the middle. Where were we? Saint Mark's Square or the Vatican yeah. or somewhere where people somewhere get murdered? Where he could? Yeah, pigeons were like nesting on his soft, flaccid penis. Yeah, he was just hanging out there, like watching, <laughs> his watching a bunch of high school kids. And you know, the women uh, or girls at the time, because they were only yes. sixteen or seventeen, they were like. Oh my god! And we were like, "That's uh, something to aspire to." <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, was hanging just... out naked. No, he wasn't no. naked. He had these orange pants, oh, and they were real tight, tight, tight fitting Italian pants, form fitting. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. We don't know if it was a cock. No it could have been like right? a fucking salami or superset or something. Yeah, it could have been like. Uh, I mean, it was very realistically that, but it was the way he just was like. <laughs> he was Italian yeah. presenting himself. Oh, there was nice. there was showmanship to the cock. Italians yeah. are also notorious for stuffing it. Let's be honest, but you know, right, moving oh, on. Manicotti is I, delicious. I, uh, your boy Gaby conscientiously objects and deserts from the military. He joins up with a group called the Partisans, aka your average Italian resistance. Ah. And he's combating the otherwise he's combating and subverting the otherwise uh, oppressive fascists at work, Italian and German occupational forces alike. So he's just like. This sucks. I'm working against you. He goes rogue, Mike. Oh yeah. Not not as smooth as James Bond, but with all the charisma and volume and gravitas of uh, our favorite 007. Oh, cool. Uh, and defection from the fascist army was kind of par for the course for your uh, religiously minded brain. Fascism puts the state before the religion, so you know your average. Uh, Holy Spirit or uh, church boy is like, no, religion before state. That's part of the reason the the, the resistance formed in the first place. Well, well you know what I mean? Like, Jesus is king. Jesus, yes. <laughs> right? Isn't that what they say if you're in the Bible, Broble lands? Jesus is king. Je- so you Jesus can't have, you Jesus can't knows. have like... Mussinex. Yeah. Jesus isn't dictator. You can't have okay. Mussinini chilling, and he can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm good. You, everyone pray to me. 
Look at me. I yeah. have terrible guns. Uh, details were murky, but Gaby would be captured and sentenced to a summary execution. The cunning bambino Gaby is, he managed to successfully escape from his detainment and his impending execution. So, he, he's a slippery guy. He's a slippery Italian resistance fire, freedom fighter. How'd he slip mm. out of it? Details were murky, didn't say too much, but Joe. he was captured and avoided execution. Is that kind of like when you get like semi-soft and you were in a condang and then, whoops. It just slips off. right off. Yeah, and you got to get a new execution. one. Well, I mean, also, uh, typically, when there's an escape story that uh, the details are a bit blurry on, usually comes with a little tug mm-hmm. that we yeah, don't want to talk about. You just yeah. reach around the fucking prison bars and just say hi to your warden in the nicest way. Yeah. You, you can offer him anything in the world. Hey, uh, let me <laughs> out of here, and I'll give you all the liras I got. And he's like, eh, I got, I got. I'll give you a bottle of Chianti. Eh. I'll give you a hand job. Get out of here quick. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this, you're... this episode of Roast Mortem cast, we're implying a priest gave a jailer a hand yeah. job. Now yeah, you're Walter. speaking Roast my Welcome. Italiano, if you know what I mean. Gaby would fight on for two full years in World War II, receiving promotions to the equivalent rank of a U.S. Army major. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so he's up there. And by the end of the war, he's awarded the War Cross for Military Valor. So he's he's a decorated priest. Or he's not a priest yet, but... He's, Killing people he's, he's got the ribbon. I don't know if he killed it. He probably killed a fucker. It's World War II, Mike. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's doing the stabby and shooties. Yeah. yeah, kill someone and then smile and shut up forever. You got a ribbon. <laughs> yes. Uh, unsure if Gabby thought this during the war, but... Definitely later in his life, he would affirm the horrors perpetuated by the Nazi party and the Italian fascists had demonic possessions at their core cause. He was like, the, the fucking Nazis were all up into occult shit, and Gaby's like, uh, Hitler probably got a little demon up his butt because of that, and, uh, you know, that's why World War II happened. I was just gonna say that. Hitler was all about summoning the occult! And meth. And yeah. meth. Yeah. Which are really the same. Both joyous. Yeah, you just- Fleeting joy Mm-hmm. Just watch a Rob Zombie music video. Yeah. So, you know, not at this point in time, but later, Gaby is just like, that was demons that caused uh, the second great war of this planet. And as I said, uh, he gets the war cross and the war ends. Uh, civilian Gaby decides a career as a lawyer would be the most suiting. It's like, yeah, I could, I could be a, a loud Italian lawyer and say things with authority in, in a courtroom. That's me. I can do this. Yeah. Objection. And he... Yeah, objective. Italian lawyers are the best. I mean, we've all seen my cousin Vinny. He had no experience and then figured it all out. He had him eating out of the palm of his hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got the, uh, he's got the parmesan. Eh? Yeah. He's and got the gravitas, soul. the chutzpah. Uh, the fresh moots. So, <laughs> fresh moots. Yeah. Uh, he goes to school and bags his law degree in the late 1940s. So world... World War II ends, and he's just like, oh, let's do the lawyer thing, and he gets his degree in the 1940s, and then for whatever reason, he decides to uh, change it up. Lawyering isn't working for him, and he uh, he then pursues those teenage aspirations of becoming a holy man, decides to switch things up, and he works on his theology degree. By 1954, he was awarded said degree and was promptly ordained as a priest and respected member of the Pauline Fathers. They're a bunch of fathers that just write things in newsletters and splash water on you. I got a big problem with young people who want to be priests. 
big problem. Tell me about it. Well, like, firstly. Loudly. Why? Yeah. Like, what could compel you at a young age to be like. Power of Christ. "Mm, Don't want to be laid. Don't want (laughs) to get money. Just want to talk to people. I hate talking to people. You're brainwashed. There's this kid who uh, grew up around the corner from me. Oh, that's the weirdest. He was like, at 12, he was like, I'm going to be a priest. Yeah. What? And, And he's a priest now. But he has competition because at the parish he's at, I know this because, you know, here we are. Um, Goss, hot, <laughs> hot, 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 hot um, gospel Goss. At the parish he's at, there's already a young priest. Uh-oh. And he oh. has an Instagram, which is baby priest. <laughs> baby, <laughs> Wait, priest? baby priest is his Instagram name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know this guy's real name, but he's over in St. Patrick's over in Huntington. I, I mean, like, you know. I mean, we have we have, n- we have nice listeners, so I'm not really worried about them bothering him. But it's weird to yeah, me. Yeah, you, you know, you, like you didn't poo-poo him, other than no. I mean, like the I, handle. I just think it's really weird. I just know the other kid had to go to this church where he's like legitimately a baby. Like this kid is years, years younger than me, and he's been a priest for a, a few years already now. That's and that's crazy. what he wanted to do his whole life, and now he's a priest, and he's got to compete with a guy who's got the handle baby priest already. So all the all the internet valor is immediately stolen from him, he's and gone. he just gets to be a young priest. Oh yeah. my god! You know that he was like Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> when yeah. he saw that. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also yeah. like when I was in, was I was twelve. I know it's a little late. I'm a late bloomer, but I'm just saying I still want to be a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, but that's cool because they got to fuck that lady turtle. And, and they April. got to penis. And they got to eat pizza. And they didn't pray to nobody but Shredder. And Shredder, uh, not Shredder. Uh, no, no, no. What's Splinter. Uh, Splinter, excuse Splint. me. Splint. Yeah, that's the only guy. they that, that was their boss. And guess what that guy Sensei. did? He taught them karate. And he was a rat. Yeah, that's fine. Also, yeah. <laughs> fuck this. Fuck! <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Oh, it's too loud. So there you go. He, he's 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 a father. He, he's Father Gaby at this point. Uh, Gaby in his personal theology worshipped the Virgin Mary because hey, if Jesus is fucking cool and he is, the lady that made Jesus has got to be the bee's knees and the butterfly's thighs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like oh, he's the uh, Virgin Gaby for the rest of his life. Yeah. So he's got to be like, well, I got to look up to a role model. I never know how that works. It's just like some of the holy guys are allowed to have wifeys and some it, of them. No, well, none of them Roman are. Ca- no, Roman to. Catholics aren't. Yeah, and, yeah that, and, that's what and, our boy and, is. Uh, there are some denominations of Christian and Methodist where priests are allowed to have wives. And I'm sure there's other denominations I don't know about. But Catholic, like the Roman Catholic Church, the big one that he's involved yeah. with. No, no, no wives. Just he maybe kidding. got poon uh, during the war. But they got poon on the side, you know? Well, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of them have gay butt sex with each other, which is yeah. fine. But, uh, you know, it's the ones with the boys that's no good. Yeah. Mm, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Gaby didn't do any of that shit, but we'll talk about uh, Not all of them the do, but it is scandal. a dirty nope. place. Nope. That's, that's so what happens when you deprive men of vagina or legal boot sex. Yeah. Legal butt sex. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a alone, good subtitle though. for this episode. Yeah, well, you should also be able to stick your penis in a hole as a man. Doesn't matter what it is, stick your penis above age in hole. a hole that's above age. Granted, if they had like really interesting hobbies, then you know they wouldn't have anyone to bother them. Yeah, so they got that going for them. More priests need to do like drone racing and shit like that. Yes, yeah. that'd be sick. I have a vlog. 
That'd be cool. Man. <laughs> I don't want to watch a priest vlog. Yeah, not? I'm not going to do that, Mike. What's up, guys? You guys like Jesus today? Oh, yeah. No, Jesus is sick. We're going to pray for and 10 minutes. And we have zero <laughs> listeners right now. Yeah, this is getting really boring. Jesus vlogs. Uh, Christian jokes are so 2019. It's 2020, that, guys. It's 2020. So Gabe's got a hard on. Not not a real hard on. He's got a hard on for the uh, Virgin Mary. So Gabe visited uh, Fatima of Portugal. It's a holy site deeply entwined with said figure. Uh, there's a big old statue of the Virgin Mary there, and Gaby thinks uh, that the statue's the tits. He's like, yeah, and he, he wants uh, his uh, uh, Christian brothers to get a spiritual eyeful of this statue. It's like, it's a good statue. It's the Virgin Mary. Let's let's get people to see it. Right. Yeah. And your average priest would have uh, devised a pilgrimage route of sorts. You know what I mean? Like, maybe establish a pilgrimage itinerary. Maybe double miles when you stay at the Marriott and flash your rosary bead for the free continental breakfast. You know, That's set, huge, set shit yeah. up. Yeah, set, you know, set it up. Flash that rosary bead just like a cam yeah. girl flashes her tail. Yeah. Oh, I, I love the silent beer crack that happened there. That was good. <laughs> yeah, covered up the crickets just yep. enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I'm talking my language. English? So, <laughs> yeah. That's not English, what he's saying. That's his own dialect. Uh, your average person would just set something up for a pilgrimage. No! Gaby had military-grade helicopters fly the statue across Italy, stopping off at major cities and ports. Just be like, here you go, statue for my Italian guys. Hey, Stay right there. Hey. Don't get up from your couch. Oh, man. Just wave as she's flying by. You're the man, so. dude. That's look at this. Finger guns at that statue. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. It's madre. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Consider this Father Gaby uh, thinking outside the confessional box. Is it a valid solution for what he was faced with? Sure. Is it over-the-top, borderline, unnecessary, possibly heretical with the disruption and risk of holy, holy artifacts? Yes. You ever seen a stone fly before? Miracle. Look, I'm aiming for that sainthood, dog. <laughs> look, look aiming for it. that sainthood. Made a stone go in the air. Sainthood. I mean, uh, uh, to be fair, mm -hmm. a statue is a statue. It's uh, heavy. It's, it's very heavy. If it breaks somehow, that's on the church. But when it comes to everything else, it's fine because the, they have so much money. I mean, they have more money than God. They, they are have God. helicopters. Yeah. They, they have like, fucking helicopters. This is the Vatican. Has helicopters. They could fund any war they want. So they could definitely fund a weird parade with one <laughs> statue being taken from one place to another. Is it too early for a Kobe joke? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is like two weeks after he died. He died today on our side of the time zone. But yeah, yeah. Kobe. Two weeks later, Very it'll sad. be fine. It'll, it'll it'll be, Kobe. It'll I also enough, like yeah. weird parade because that just sums up the Catholic Church. To it's me. a weird. Sky it's just a parade, big weird so. parade all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a giant weird parade. You want to give them just enough attention so they don't bother you. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those. Yeah. Just Plus, you gotta think way. of all those like nonas who are sitting in their in their old like rent free places that are just falling apart, who are looking out on their balcony with their hands resting on their giant guts, just looking at the statue <laughs> flying across the sky, going "Praise be unto He." Praise be. <laughs> Got it. The amount of joy he brought those fat old ladies is is yeah. priceless. Yeah. Some people can't move. Some people can't go to Portugal and see a nice statue. That's yeah. where all their donation money has gone. It's been just Military funneled into that shit. 
Gregory would love to see this. <laughs> Gregory is dead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, too much fucking pasta. Yeah, and helicopters. Too much ragu. Let's duly note that Gabby isn't afraid of foregoing the simple solution and addressing issues with something loud, unnecessary, and marginally fucked up. Sounds a little bit like an exorcism, if you ask me. Uh, uh man, I see where we're going. Speaking, yeah, speaking of exorcism, that's called a segue. Uh, said practice wasn't necessarily in vogue at the time. It was kind of seen as a witch doctory practice that turned people away from earnest psychiatric medical help. Wait, where are we at? Like fifties, sixties? We remember I said we're jumping around a little bit. We're about to jump into eighty-six. Oh, okay. Cause like, yeah, I mean, so, you said there right. was a big chunk. Just so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. just just assume he's doing your usual priestly duties, yeah. sprinkling okay. water on babies, putting crackers in mouths, and all that. Nothing to see but, here. Just a lady statue being flown by a helicopter, <laughs> boy. That was the one. That was the one fucking interesting thing he did pre-exorcist career. If you have the ability to make that happen, and that's the most important thing, then you ain't done shit. <laughs> No, I was just interested in when the Catholic Church is like, you know what? Exorcisms? We haven't done that shit in like 100 years, but uh, cool. I saw the movie. It, it, I saw yeah, the movie. Just so you know, that movie comes out in 73. So it's 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 happened. And yeah. May, maybe maybe some people are paying a little bit more attention. Mm. I got the same last name as the girl in the movie. Reagan? Yeah. Sick, Congratulations. Bro. Is your head going to spin around now and you're going to shoot like cum Fish. out of your mouth? Fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. just like well her. Done. Yeah. Fuck me. Uh. <laughs> Your mother sucks cock. In hell. Well, you want a curse. Your mother sucks cock in heck. Oh, perfect. Sticks. Yeah. All right. Uh, there were maybe seven to eight sanctioned Italian exorcists in the entire nation. Very few. Uh, non-exorcist priests kind of look like, kind of looked at exorcists like, "Hey, come on, what are you, what are you doing here? Just, just knock it off. Give that poor schmuck some uh, spiritual guidance and moral support. Send him on his way. Quit, quit, quit with the exorcisms. Do blessings, not exorcisms. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, speculation on my behalf, but perhaps the supernatural lore that steeped Gaby's hometown of Modena inspired him to take unconventional and drastic spiritual measures when the typical methods proved ineffective. So Gaby, you know, totally speculation on my part, is like, oh, no, witches exist. I, I got one growing up, saw one, was my neighbor. I brought my husband to the church to go confess to the priest. I brought him because he was an asshole. <laughs> He's still a fucking asshole. Can you please exercise him? That That is a symptom of... Uh, a demon's possession. Maria, I'm not gonna go see that fucking priest again. I don't give a shit <laughs> if he's gonna put me on a goddamn treadmill and exercise me left and right. I will fuck you anytime I want. That's what marriage is. Now go make me a meepopom. <laughs> that that sounds like somebody suffering from a demonic possession. That sounds like my next door neighbor on Long Island. <laughs> you might have had a demon as a neighbor, Travis, because that's a textbook. They don't they want they don't want to be exercised. They're angry. Uh, they perhaps have some kind of uh, irritative, irritating. Uh, Disorder. They like, send their kids to St. Anthony's. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And one of the more interesting things I learned is uh, 
unemployment uh, is a symptom of possession too. So it's just like, oh, maybe I need a holy water enema. Ah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> why not? You bought an enema. Can't hurt. I'm glad we. I'm were not going to be late to work. Yeah, I'm glad we were all exercised except for Cody. You're still waiting to yeah. be exercised. Uh, I'm just, just here. Okay. Got an open schedule. Look at that. <laughs> uh, in the year 1986, Gaby, ripely aged at 61, Good year. would undertake a slight trajectory adjustment, slight trajectory adjustment in his priestly career. Gaby was approached by Cardinal Ugo Paletti, very important Roman holy man. He's the second biggest cheese right next to the Pope. Mm. And on the spot, without debate, Gaby was officially appointed as a prentice exorcist and was tasked to meet up and train with the resident sanctioned exorcist at the time. Mm. So, Mike, imagine an Italian man wearing a, wearing just a robe, and his name is Ugo, and he comes up to you, and he's yeah. just like, you, it's your job to fight invisible monsters now. No complaining. What would you, what would you do? Uh, just a I, robe. He's only in a robe. They get paid for it? That's what I ask him. You get stipends. I mean, that'd be probably. pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. If I got paid to do that shit? I feel like Mike... Would definitely do. You that. can't fuck though, Mike. No I more fucking. What the fuck? Like, I, I mean, well, you couldn't fuck already. He was already. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say fucking. I'm not fucking. I'll be fucking. Wow, that's a bold statement. Yeah, not yeah. boys. How though. can you say not something so brave yet so controversial? Uh, All right, so Mike, well, Mike well, takes the bait. Well, t- uh, well, Cody. Also, <laughs> what you just said sounds like the start of like maybe sixty-three percent of animes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, mm. <laughs> fucking Japan loves like Western priests. It's weird. Yeah, they're like yeah. Hero Son. Would you like to become uh, a, a man that fights invisible monsters, and you can catch them all, or you can kill yeah. them all, or you can p- punt them all, yeah. or you can fuck them with tentacles? You decide. Well, yeah, sounds good. Down for a challenge. It's a mutual attraction. You see, seventy um, percent of Japanese people look like. Uh, nine-year-old boys. <laughs> oh, so, uh, even the women. Yeah, so it works, you know, where they're like, oh, we like priests, animes, ah, uh, yeah. And they're like, uh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Konichi way. <laughs> Make a little cross with them. Uh, the exorcist-in-chief was a man named Father Candido Amantini. And I want you to think as... Think of Candido as Qui-Gon Jinn, and I want you to think of Gaby as Obi-Wan. See, we're talking about, about Sith, Star Wars. And the Sith and the Siths are demons. There you go. Yeah, Bam. so there you go, Tra- that's for so you. Who's Travis. Darth Maul? And who's who's uh who's Jar Jar Binks? Demon. Oh, yeah. demon. All demons. All no, Jar Jar Binks is on the good side. He's not a demon. He's a fucking Well Where's Mace Windu? Yeah, Bill right. Clint- Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton is, is Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Oh, for this well, for this story's sake, we don't have to visit well that again. Said. Okay. Well said. <laughs> Father Candido was not a well man. He was seemingly on death's doorstep. For the next six years until Candido's death, Gaby haphazardly learned how to exercise demons by a dying Italian curmudgeon. So I suspect corners were cut and the curriculum was somewhat abbreviated because of, oh, I don't know, the dying part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just imagine a crusty dying priest giving you the loose loose gist on how to combat the legions of Satan. First you must make a cup of tea. And then, you, and then you have to get some biscottis. Always. You have to have biscottis. And then you have to sit there and watch me uh, uh, watch Madlock. <laughs> That's how you exercise. 
Yes, well, I'm also, very healthy. I'm, a, I'm, I'm in the prime of my life. <laughs> also, I'm going back to the Star Wars reference, but the Emperor Palpatine no, at the moment. We left it. No, the Emperor Palpatine at the moment is Pope John Paul II. He's just riding around in his Pope mobile. He's like, yo, what up? I've been shot twice. I'm basically Tupac, but I'm a Pope. No. <laughs> da, 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 da. Things will never be the same. Yeah. That's tired of getting shot. Tired yeah, of getting but... shot at. Tired of being John Paul and getting arrested by Satan. John Paul needs That's... a place where he can kick it. A place where he John belongs. Paul. Like the Vatican. Glass box. <laughs> From 1986 to 1992, Father Amantini trained Gaby in uh, demons. Damn, and how job. to cast them out. And most of these lessons were exaggerated stories of exorcism. I want you to think of your grandfather's embellished fishing hunting stories and then giving them a little bit of a satanic half twist. Right. And I want you guys to settle in because we're going to go through some of Candido's lessons to Gaby right now. Yes, this is technically a paranormal podcast. From here Woo. on out, suck my two ghosts, girls. <laughs> oh. uh, our numbers have skyrocketed. They are exponential. Ectoplasm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Everyone's welcome. Uh, Candida warned Gaby of possession victims gaining supernatural strength mid-exorcism. Problematic, as the possessed have a tendency to assault the exorcist during the process. Candido mm. witnessed featherweight girls breaking through solid leather restraints. Holy shit. So they're doing some bondage uh, and shit. That's cool. A little, yeah, little bit of bondage. That's that's what it's called, but without the sexual connotations. Mm. And the Italians know their leather. They do. Fine, fine Versace yeah. leather. Yes. Uh, Candido recounted a case where the restraints wouldn't give, but the bed frame to which the girl was restrained snapped. That's because you're Ooh, fucking her too much. Too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining no. like an exorcism in progress, and Travis is just in his like little apprentice frock in the background, like, oh shit, pet snaps! Oh, oh shit! shit. Oh, air bum, horn! Bum, 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 bum. God air horn! Bum, 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 bum. Blast that horns of Jericho! Bum, 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 bum. Oh, Jeez. well done. Some cases required uh, women to have four grown ass men pin them down to uh, abate their. Uh, Exorcist or exorcism thrashing. Kinky. Uh, so far, it's all been the ladies. And there's a reason for that because uh, little girls are not supposed to be strong. And if a little girl has knowledge and logic beyond their years, you can bet your ass like some demonic things are afoot. You know what I mean? If a grown ass man like Travis throws two Italian people through the air, He's just like, oh, Travis is It's just a night out. Well, yeah, they're, they're yeah, only Travis like five, three, so, I mean, come on. Yeah, but if a little if a little baby girl sends, like, four of those same fuckers flying, you'd be like, ah, that, she got a, she got a demon inside her butt. Yeah, she's you know wise I mean? beyond her years, and she's like, yeah. did you file your yeah, taxes this year? <laughs> yep, demon girl. Wait, Cody, yeah. this whole time we were talking about little girls, we're not talking about grown-ass women with big-ass tits? Like, being bound? <laughs> Yeah, Cody, maybe we could just... Maybe you can explain that before I make all these jokes about bondage and having fun times. All right. Well, usually the strength is in the legs of those ladies. Yes. Their arms are weak, so we can assume that that's still quite a feat. Yes. Okay. Uh, Disclaimed to Travis, the next possession we're going to talk about is a 14-year-old boy. Okay. Uh, Thank you for letting me know, Cody. You're welcome. Thank you. Now, I have his name, actually. 
very rare to have a uh, possession victim's names because they usually like anonymity. Hey, I nailed that word. Was it Louis C.K.? <laughs> no, his name was Pierre Luigi. Oh, hey, yeah. Let me Pierre just jerk Luigi. off. Yeah. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. I'm just going to jerk no. off in the corner over here. No, sorry, I ruined it, Travis. Now pay attention. It's Pierre Luigi now. Pierre Luigi, a fourteen-year-old husky boy, uh, and he was not violent. Most uh, people in need of exorcism exhibit violence, but he was not violent. Pierre Luigi was a disruptive. He was a dis- disruptive little lummox, and he would have distracting outbursts, outbursts in class, and he was unable to study at home. Ah, oh, so he's a fat autistic. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, honestly. Yeah, that is honestly. There's no I'm joke there. It's just like he's he likes to eat. Yeah, and he's and he's, and he's doesn't little, get social uh, cues. He doesn't know when to pipe down. Yeah. Speaking of not getting social cues, Pierre Luigi had an interesting ritual he referred to as going Indian, and this involved him sitting cross-legged for ridiculous stretches of times, motionless and silent. So he'd just be like going Indian and just sit down on the floor, <laughs> cross his legs, and then you just he was just on a different planet. Was he watching a bicycle race? No, he was you he, he would do this in a corner, nothing going on. He would just be like Oh my god. It was just a weird solitary fucking thing. What about right. Nintendo or anything? Like use that? him as a fucking No Nintendos. You use him as an Ottoman. Yeah, but all I like that. Like, constructive. So I'm thinking I'm like a nah I'm like a like a Hey, I'm not making a joke here. Like, all right, this dude has like mental issues, right? And he sits. Yeah, Luigi. Yeah. He sits in the corner while Luigi sits in the corner. Uh huh. Yeah. And okay, he goes Indian, and now you have these grown ass men being like, "Well, (laughs) this this handicapped gentleman (laughs) who's going Indian is possessed by a demon. Like that's not helping anyone." Oh. Maybe. Well, well, let's finish the story. Travis, you very specifically said that you weren't making a joke, and you called him Waluigi, and you started it actually even before you did that. You were like, well, I'm not going to make a joke right now, but uh, guys, we're taught it. And then <laughs> he didn't say it. He didn't drop the R word. Yeah. I mean, you, you people can rewind and find out if he did that. I think he did. I didn't say it myself. That was me Fake phrasing. news. Fake yeah, news. All right. Father Candido, the Qui-Gon Jinn of our equation, was called in when Pierre Luigi went Indian on his apartment complex's staircase, partially blocking it. Before <laughs> Candido arrived, three police officers were attempting to relocate Pierre Luigi with no success. Candido was sure the boy had supernatural demonic air about him, as three grown-ass Italian police beefcakes couldn't budge the boy. Candido asked the officers and onlookers that amassed to leave. Wow. He then offered Pierre Luigi his hand and walked him back to his apartment and conducted a routine exorcism. According to Candido, compassion can work when possession is nonviolent. So not all possessions are this violent, like, ah, yo soy de Cristo. It's not always a thrashing. It can, according to Candido, it can manifest as just run-of-the-mill derpiness. Right. Uh, you, uh, excuse me, Pierre Luigi, you have been possessed... Yes. By a sponge. Yep. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> so let's get that out of you. What do you say? Yeah. You want to be a sponge anymore or what? So it's kind of like uh, Luigi's Mansion is a nonviolent Pierre. video game. Yeah, I guess you can think of it guess like what? that. Guess what? It's got ghosts and spooky, yeah. though. Spooky ghost. You're not killing anything because it's all already dead. But there you have it. You know, it's, it's not the all. It's, it's not the... 
There's no one textbook definition of possession. And it's not always violent. Little loving can grease the hinges. Thank and, God I know that from, yeah. you know, experience from someone else who's definitely a, a career liar. Mike, is, is he lying? He, he, he's definitely confused, but I don't think Gaby is a liar of sorts just uh, yet. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Well, Mike, I'm just saying, if someone came at you when you were at the smoothest, as a, as a smooth man yeah. to a smooth man, yeah, if you're someone your smoothest yeah. episode, if someone yeah, came sure. at you at your smoothest and was like, like I'm, a, you're the meanest dude. I'm gonna kill you. You're mad. You're mad and mean. Or they were like, hey man, I just like being smooth with you. What would work? I, I would probably think of something to say. Yeah. But by the time I would say it, I'd have another thought in my head because I have such smooth thoughts. They, they're coming in all the time. Yeah. Oh, you got to back up. It would just be an awkward silence between us, and then. Then you connect. I love that. You get nowhere. I love that. You have so much to say, so it's just an awkward silence. Yeah, I just can't get it out. It's one constant thought. Yeah. Yeah. Just constantly thinking. It's kind of hard to get things out there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mike, if you're thinking challenged, you might have trouble with uh, exorcisms because demons can be uh, sly tricksters as well as being, you know, violent and derpy. There's also the trickster variety. Uh, demons can lie, distract, or just play trickster to aggravate the exorcist. After all, the main reason a demon possesses a victim is simply for the entertainment. Apparently, hell is very boring, and you just you know, take a vacation on Earth by fucking around with people. <laughs> See, I always thought heaven was too bad. kind of boring. Yeah, but there's people there, and you're allowed to, like... But water slides. Interact with them. I don't know about water slides, but it's just like I—I I mean, I always thought like heaven was like basically water slides with clouds, which sounds cool. But then, like you think about that, you're doing that for eternity. Eh. You get bored of it, maybe. No, uh, uh, heaven is not <laughs> anything because we heaven all just want this shit to end. What? Everyone wants to die at some point. Some is more untimely. Some are more untimely than others. But the like, ultimate piece is just. Nothing. Well, I agree with you, Tom, but I'm saying the concept. Yeah, I know. Hell is anything but that. Yeah, but so hell, people who- hell seems like I'm being stimulated with some things. You some in my fucking kinky prick. No, it's not that. It's 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 a it's a fucked up time dilation that happens right before you die because of overwhelming guilt because of something you did in your life, and then you're you're riding out this one second for an eternity in your own head. But if you don't feel guilty about anything, you just kind of go to bed, and that's it. You just derp out. Like yeah, Doc. You know? I mean, I agree yeah. with you, Tom. That was very philosophical. We, uh, would you say that right now, in this moment, the four of us are experiencing something? Oh, we're in a casket right now? It's a podcast. No, like we're experiencing something on a level where Elon Musk could come on our show, where Tulsi oh, Gabbard cool. could come on our show. Like, we're experiencing it. Oh, you mean like, um, are you saying that I am finally as strong as Joe Rogan? <laughs> yeah, you've been, do- I know you've been doing your MMAs. Yeah, but he wrestles a lot of those guests onto the show. Like <laughs> Elon Musk wasn't there. He just saw him driving in the highway and Joe Rogan jumped Abducted into his car him. and just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I cleaned did. him up nice, gave him some weed, smoked out about the whole thing. Cause that's what weed does. You forget everything. Yeah. So I think like maybe you should start wrestling people on the highway, Tom. All right. Yeah. Next time I see Busta Rhymes on the highway. Because it's been How twice already. Happen? Anyway, <laughs> speaking of trickster demons, uh, once uh, a girl approached Candido for an exorcism. Candido begun exercising the bish, and he asked uh, the name of the demon within her. 
In a ghastly tone, the girl snarled, I am Zebulun. And the, uh, the, the exorcism proceeded, and at the conclusion of the exorcism, the girl seemed calmer and much more clear-minded. Candido sent the girl to recover and pray at the church tabernacle. The next exorcism appointment was another girl, who was also possessed by another entity, also called Zebulun. The entity admitted to be the same demon as before. So, you had a a jumpy bitch. You had a jumpy demon bitch. Mm. Right. Uh, Frustrated, Candido asked the demon to return to the first girl, and he would further exercise her. You know, he was like, all right, so hold on. Stop, go back, undo. That's Let's undo up. that, and I'll finish. That. So wait, you're saying that he was more attracted to the first girl that he was fucking yeah, just, tied up? I don't than know. Than the second girl, her parents had better snacks. <laughs> oh, cheese its I love goldfish. And, uh, it's the same girl, uh, same demon as the other girl. Well, the other girl, uh, she gave me zeppelis and other types oh. of fried dough that us Italians love. Uh, you have almonds. <laughs> so I'm going to bounce this demon that way, and I'll see you back at the office. How's that sound? Yeah. Don't worry. You're good. Jesus said you're great. He loved you. Yeah, you're right. You'll be fine. Walk it off. <laughs> Peace be with you. There you go. Uh, Candido asked the demon to return to the first girl so he could further exercise her because of the Zeppeli, as Tom said. Uh, the second girl became calm, and the first girl at the tabernacle let out a snarl. Exactly what Candido wanted. Go back to that girl. And then Candido asked the first girl at the tabernacle to return for the more in-depth exorcism. Candido shouted, come here. However, instead of the first girl walking to Candido, Zebulon simply jumped back into the second girl. So (laughs) saving the walk over to the priest. Oh, that's Mm. hilarious. Jeez. That's a funny, funny demon. That's a funny demon. It's a trickster demon. You get it, Mike? Fucking dickhead. (laughs) It's like a little old Scooby Doo running through the closets. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a it's a fucking like Mary Melody's gag. Yeah. Where the demon's like, "Oh, you want me there?" and he just rejumped the possession back to the first, uh, second girl. Yeah. It was old man Lucifer the whole time. Yeah, she knows. What was the the demon's name? Zebulon. Zebulon. What is that backwards? Do you want me? Let me say. Null. Ubies. <laughs> no Ubies. All right. That's, uh, what is that? Let's decode that. Let's unpack that real quick. No Ubies. Um, sounds like pig Latin for no boobies. It does. Oh, my God. You're onto something. So I think, you know, when you're addressing 14-year-old girls, they don't have boobies, and you shouldn't be thinking about that. Yeah. So but if you're uh, a priest. Yeah, these, these, well, you shouldn't be thinking about that at all, ever, unless you're a 14-year-old boy. Yeah, what are you, a pervert? Stop thinking about boobs. Man. In yeah, which so case, if like, you're a 14-year-old boy, you should be thinking about the one 14-year-old girl that has boobies. And you should be uh, kicking your ass every day you go home uh, as you're watching Toonami because you don't have the willpower to talk to her. Yes. Yes. That's... That's biology. Yep. That's like Darwin talked yeah. about that. That's what's supposed to happen. If you're 14-year-olds, you're listening to that, and that's where you find yourself, don't kill yourself. That's what's supposed to happen. You'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Every day, if you're not disappointed in the amount of boobies you've seen that day, you're fucking, something's wrong. Yeah. You should always be disappointed you didn't see more boobies every time you put your head down for sleep. Yeah. Agreed. It's like, even if you saw 318 boobs, just be yeah. like... Three hundred twenty, three hundred twenty would have been real sweet, right? Mike? Unless he hit yeah. sixty nine or four twenty, and then it's like, oh, perfect amount. How are you going to see sixty nine? How are you going to see an <laughs> odd number of boobs, Travis? Dude, I don't uh, know. People get cancer. 
I have the answer to that. It's not about cancer. It's about scarves. <laughs> oh, yes. Scarves. You know, scarves hang a certain way. You can kind of see, like, the outline of one boob, and then it's kind of, you know, uh, odd number of boobs. All right. I'll buy uh, that. You just got to trust that the other one's there, but you didn't technically see it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Technicalities. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Uh, scarves. And as earlier mentioned, uh, Candida also informed it, uh, demons are easier to pick up in children. It's just like, oh, that one's... That one's talking about weird shit that, you know, kids shouldn't be talking about. Mm. Bag him. Strap him down. Hit him with the holy water. Candido once asked a 13-year-old girl an interesting hypothetical question. Could the hatred of two mortal enemies extend into the afterlife? If the two died, went to hell, would their relationship still be steeped in hatred? To which the 13-year-old girl replied, Down there, everyone lives folded within himself and torn apart by regrets. There is no relationship with anyone. Everyone finds themselves in the most profound solitude and desperately weeps for the evil he has committed. It is like a cemetery. And or, Candido is just damn. like, tie that bitch up right now. What? I got to get a demon out of her. What, 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 this girl go to Japan? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> what, what, is she like one of those ap- apartment-dwelling antisocials? <laughs> it is that like was, a cemetery. That was dark. Yeah, that's really dark. Yeah, so you know, Candido was just like that bitch is dark. Let's let's hit over the holy water real quick, dude. What yeah. a Malgoth. Yeah, Malgoth, but also she was speaking Italian, so I'm yes. sure it wasn't as elegant as you put it because it was probably translated. Yeah, it definitely translated because Gaby doesn't oh, understand. Well, also parentheses right. and, or, or quotations end at a certain point. After that, said, "Let's go to Panda Express and make out." Oh, can we go to Panera? They have free Wi-Fi. And free water. So through crotchety old-timer stories and a dash of field experience, Gaby, Gaby quickly picks up the tricks of the trade. So once Gaby is sure there's a demon afoot, he's supposed to ensure the possessed are restrained or either in a position to be quickly restrained. Try to wear out the possession, the possessing demon's patience. That's an early sign of success when you see the bitch being like impatient and just like, can we go yet? He's just like, ah, it's working. No. Ah, it's working. (laughs) What are we doing here? It's working. Uh, When there are signs of animosity towards the exorcist, keep it up. It's working harder. And when the demon stops attempting to be subtle altogether by attacking the exorcist, initiate a line of questioning. Ask the name. Ask how many are you. There could be up to 80 demons in a bitch. Be mindful. Why is there even a number? (laughs) Wait, Why 80? did that come into play? Oh, just say it's it can be an eternal amount because this is the shit we're dealing with. We're talking about eternal salvation and damnation, so all things should be eternal. Right, well, that's why there's 150 yeah. Pokemon. There has to be an end. the line somewhere, Tom. How many oh. demons can you catch? Gotta catch them all, 80 of oh. them. Also, <laughs> ask the demon, when did you take control? You can possibly discern how the demon took hold if you establish a timeline. Was some black fucking magic dabbled in? Did somebody touch a Ouija board? I was like, watching this show called Home Improvement when all of a sudden I feel a oh. tingling come up my asshole. Oh. Oh. Now I'm possessed. <laughs> well, that was Wilson. The, what is that guy? What's in Mr. Wilson? Was it a neighbor? The neighbor? Yeah, I think, I think it was yeah. Wilson, yeah. He's a criminal. He was a Satan the whole time. You never saw his face until the a last Satan. episode. Yeah, he was a, a Satan. Yeah, one of a, a Satan. You better go Demons. give him an attention. Yeah. All right. Figure it as much as you can. Do the whole Christ compels you to get out thing. Finish the whole shebang off with the sign of the cross. The entire shebang can be quick as 15 minutes, actually. And Candida more or less gave Gabby the rundown. 
of what's called the Roman ritual, a.k.a. the standard operating protocol for an exorcism. You know, doing it by the book. It's called the Roman ritual. Like, very, it's like a it's recipe. Pretty much standard, very straightforward, do this, that, the other thing. See, and be done with it. I've always heard doing it Roman means that you're fucking someone on their period. I've no. never heard You've this. never heard that? I've never heard that either. I've only heard Roman helmet. What's a Roman helmet? It's when you put your balls <laughs> on someone's face. Isn't that tea bag? Like over their no, eyes. I've... Over the eyes. Uh-huh. That's an Arabian goggle. Okay. All right. You got a different name. I know that as Arabian goggles. Weird. Anyway. I like being silent. <laughs> With Gaby's exorcist mentor, deathly ill and on the verge of going tits up, it was time for Father Gaby Amort to do his first solo exorcism ever. So he's got all this training mostly in the style of old coot stories. Um, something about 14-year-old girls. Here we go again. Uh, it was a 14-year-old girl that admitted to taking part in a seemingly arcane ritual with her friends in recent uh, weeks. What, hopscotch? I don't know. I don't know nothing about arcane rituals. Maybe a Ouija board. Maybe a seance was going there. Probably a Tumagachi. A visit to Hot Topic. Very, very sacrilegious. Yes, same goes with Spencer's. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gaby rushes the process and forgoes what I think is the most crucial step, a preparation phase called discernment. And discernment is a multiple week-long prep phase where you ensure the affliction is, in fact, demonically rooted. (laughs) The Roman Catholic Church, in a rare bit of transparency, admits only about 90% of reported uh, possessions are either fraudsters or undiagnosed psychiatric cases. Wait, so so 90% of them are? You said only 90%. So 90% are... Assholes or uh, sick people? Okay. Yes, are ninety percent of all possession cases are like are, are that. So like, I, one I don't in even 10, know if it's worth it. Then one in ten is like that's the demon. You got an honest to goodness demon every every one in ten fucking possession right. cases. But this is also like if you walked into your like general practitioner right and you're like, oh my head hurts, and he's like, brain surgery. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. let's do uh, it, bro. Right. I, like you didn't Travis. even check anything. He's like, a fucking brain surgery. Yeah, so Gaby's like, <laughs> fucking brain demon. Yeah. So Could be. Crazy, <laughs> Could bro. be, bro. So, like I said, your boy Gaby uh, just fucking up and didn't do, like, the preparatory phase, a.k.a. discernment. He didn't do the make sure this is a demon phase, the, make sure it's not someone that needs psychiatric help phase. He just fucking skipped it with this 14-year-old girl. His first ever solo exorcism. Nice. You know, he's flying without Qui-Gon, and he, Qui-Gon, and he just fucking skips the biggest step. Make sure it's a demon, Mike, before you exercise it. Mm, Get their yeah. metachlorians right. Yeah. What do you so, mean, like, Anakin? It's more like Anakin. No. Anakin no. kind of... Well, actually... Because Qui-Gon's the master, and this guy, he's not going Obi. to the dark side. Oh, yeah. He's just fucking it up. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch what Think I of it like that. That's okay. It's Scratch fine. Well, if you'd so, also like another analogy, I was thinking of this one earlier, too, is Men in Black. Now, this uh, is Tommy oh, okay. Lee Jones brings Will Smith into the fold, and Will Smith is less than orthodox. He doesn't have time to That's check why he was to picked, see if it's a real alien yeah. slash demon. He's, got- he's just going to... Own rules. Run up on Yeah, you. he's got the cricket gun. Come on. I love that yeah. thing. Iconic. So when someone comes up yeah. to you and uh, is like, you want me to put my hands on my head like this? What's our You can just cricket. <laughs> cricket that fucker. Yeah, just cricket them. And then it will just be a guy who's, who's itching something on his head. 
He dead now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaby claimed the spicy meatball of a demon at work only had his dumb demon foot in the door, and a full-blown possession could be avoided with immediate action. So he was just like, I had to skip. I had to skip the important part because this bitch was about to eat it, and he suspiciously uh, rid the girl of her demon in a single exorcism. Nice. And I, 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 I forgot to explain this to you guys, but exorcism isn't the kicking of a demon out. Exorcism is an attempt at kicking the demon out. When the demon is gone, that's called liberation. So you have a bunch of these tries called exorcisms that aren't necessarily successful to get a demon liberated. Sometimes it takes like a dozen exorcisms to get a fucker out. Yeah. Mm. Didn't know that. So, yeah, that's that's one of the things I learned uh, this time around. Uh, multiple exorcisms sometimes required to get a demon out and therefore the possessed victim being liberated and also a preparatory phase before any of this goes down called discernment. So when I said exorcisms can last 15 minutes, yes, that's true, but the entire liberation process can take a fucking year. All right, but... So right. it's, a, it's a long drive. But here's the thing, though. I mean, I feel like the amount of exorcisms, right? Like, you're talking about a holy... Like, a person that's, like, uh, unscathed by sin, right? And then you get possessed. Yes. By the end of, like, the 12th, exorcism they've been lexington steeled in the ass so many times are they ever going to recover are they going to be every time they fart i don't know (laughs) what just happened was that that makes sense did i miss something a kind of you kind of lost mike you lost the smooth brain that means you didn't No, i talked so hard that wasn't a thought Invalid things oh, came out of your God. mouth because you lost the smooth brain. <laughs> I kind of know what I looked Travis at Mike, is talking and Mike was about. just like, I, I, I didn't understand him. Blank space right here. All right, well. Blanker than usual. <laughs> so, anyway, there you go. Gabby's first exorcism. He skips the preparatory phase, and he does it in one. Ooh, look at him. He's good. He's, he's, is he the chosen one? Is he, is, is he Obi-Wan Kenobi? Or is he just fucking cutting corners at a process he was... You know, maybe didn't take notes for one of the best. One of the yeah. best. Okay, he's he's phoning it in. He's phoning in exorcisms. He's I don't know how you can get away with that. I mean, move you know, it's, move. it seems to be a pretty legitimate practice. So I don't know how you could phone that one in. He's phoning it in. It's supposed to take like a year. He did in twenty minutes. Sounds uh, pretty good to me. So. By the time 1992 comes around, Qui-Gon Jinn, Father Amantini Candido, finally takes a dirt nap due to old age and natural causes. Or Darth Maul, however you want to look at it. So your boy Gaby starts going rogue. Because of his success regarding that summary exorcism with the aforementioned 14-year-old girl, he started skipping the discernment phase whenever he seems fit. He's like, I don't got to do the warm-up. Let's just hit the bitch with the holy water and we'll do this. Let's get over this. Yeah. Yeah, he's arguing the, dis- the the delay in action involved with the discernment phase allowed demonic entities to more thoroughly possess their victims, unnecessary, unnecessarily drawing out the entire process. He's like, oh, why wait? Why make sure that's not a, someone in need of a psychiatrist? Just jump in there, wrestle him down, Got hit him with the leather and water. Well, I mean, mm. he knows, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, G- Gaby knows best. Gaby knows best. And of his own accord, Gaby starts adding his own personal touches to these exorcisms, too. 
Uh, little things here and there, a more liberal application of holy water, incorporating a medallion of St. Benedict into the ritual, and wrapping the victim in his priestly stole. You know, the the priest ribbon that goes around the neck? He just yeah. ties, ties, ties the little victim up with that, and he's like, oh, there you go. This will make it work extra good. Wait, what is a stole? It's just... It's a scarf, like we I talked about before. It's a okay. scarf that hides his titties. Okay, cool. Oh, good callback. Yeah. It's practical. And, it's, what makes it work is it's practicality. Yeah. So it's like Not one so titty the of my priest, please. <sighs> yeah, well, you, when you see a priest, tit- you see zero titties. Mm. Yeah. If done right. If done right. <laughs> if done right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that can backfire. backfire. If you're not a good priest, if you're not a good priest, and like say, I don't know, you're wearing Crocs during a wedding. Oh, uh, yeah, this sounds familiar. Sacrilege. Yeah. You know that? Um, I I know I told you guys a story about that priest that when I was at St. Pat's, um, went into the bathroom with a lav mic, like he couldn't hold it. Yeah. Oh, you gotta always be careful when you get a, when you get laved up. <laughs> yeah, he was laved up and he did this monster leak and then didn't wash his hands. Oh, nice. And I know this happened because I actually talked to my mom recently about it. I, uh, there were part of me that was like, maybe I just made that up because I watched like Naked Gun. <laughs> you know, that happened in that movie. Yeah. Um, but no, it happened. I talked to my mom. She's like, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> uh, there, that church fits about 2,200, maybe 2,300 people. Yeah, did, and it was packed. It was 10 o'clock mass on a Sunday. Did he do the the eucalyptus? What is it? The Eucharist? Eucharist. Well, after, yeah, after? The Eucharist. Yeah, no, he did the Eucharist oh, right after. Yeah. Oh, this, oh yeah. This. So he did that after yeah, well, not washing his hands, after touching his his dong, his priestly his dong? Yeah. His priest dong. Yeah. I think Jesus washed his hands. And to be fair, he wasn't like... <laughs> like he. He had, he let out like one relief grunt, like a. Ugh. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Because it, it was came a from long a priest, piss, makes it was it really long piss. Bad. Uh, an extra drip at the end. He's yeah, like, a couple drips. You, you hear him shaking it, and um, yeah. I mean, like it's fine. Who cares? Just a little piss in the mouth. It doesn't say priests aren't allowed to urinate anywhere. No, it's just weird because that's the o- the only time I ever see a priest leaving right as they're preparing the Eucharist was to go take a monster leak, <laughs> and it was broadcast. Everywhere throughout the like entire church, yeah, it? yeah. What's up? People actually went up and took it. I mean, of course. Uh, you you deny yourself fucking Wash communion, fucking Mike, hands. dude. Just because that's a I mean, seat just hell. because there was a dick on pre- on Jesus's cheek doesn't mean his skin is less good. What the fuck? I see. Thanks. I mean, you could use the term holy or uh, religious, sacramental, but you went with good. Yeah, divine, right? divine would have been good. That was gross. I wouldn't. Wait, no, I should have brought. You know what? I I fucked up last episode. The last episode I talked you always, about. You beach, always do, right? Yeah. So I went to a Presbyterian church. Uh, I was baptized Catholic, and then I went to a Presbyterian church. Which my mom, my grandmother, almost uh, excommunicated my own mother because of that. But wow. the what a the bitch. preacher of the church right in Huntington was holding a sex ring and was fucking like kicked out of that church because he was banging everyone's wife. Nice. Oh, like And like you didn't beach. mention this during the beach. I got to But that's what an exorcism yeah. is though, right? Yeah, let's get back to this. Cody, let's go. And my favorite added touch that 
Gaby uh, introduced was thumbing his nose at the demon and telling the demon to shut up, you ain't worth a cigarette butt. Wow. it's fucking mean. So you, you do the little, like, yeah, you ain't worth a cigarette butt. Totally off the books. This is not in the Roman ritual. This is a man flying by the seat of his pants, just making shit up as he goes in the uh, time-honored, archaic, ancient rite of casting out demons. He's just making it up, Mike. He's an innovator. That's what I think. Uh, mm, okay, smooth brain. Uh, another adaption employed by Gaby was the practice of forcibly prying open and checking the eyes of the victim oh of the God. exorcism. Uh, so well, if the eyes were rolled back, Gaby classified that demon as a scorpion-like entity. If the eyes were rolled downward, Gaby was just like, oh, this one is serpentine in nature. I have no idea how this changes the procession of the exorcism. Either way, you want whatever that is out of the victim. Right. However, th- however, the eyes were not rolled either way. The exorcism recipient is a fraud, and the process can be called off right then and there. So, if if, if he if he's doing his jive on you, Mike, and he peels back your eyelid and you're looking at him, he's just like you're a faker. Do you get like some compensation if you like had a, like a demon inside you? Do they like, hook you over like money or some shit? Yeah, you got a disability. Try- oh yeah. Yeah, they they, they put you on the. Uh, oh, okay. They give you the old uh, holy GI bill. Yeah. Do they give you some extra holy I water? I Right on the tip. Yeah, you put it in your super oh soaker. God, holy water <laughs> is the best lubricant. It tastes real oh, good. Oh, you Satanist fuck. I'm just saying it's slippery, dog. No. It, no, it's not. It's, it's just not, water. It's water. With like, ro- with like it's tap water. All right, well, let's get more. <laughs> if a dying father candido taught loose and fast with the... Occasional cut corner. Just imagine what Gaby Amorth was slinging to his pupils. Yes, that's right. Gaby is now teaching hundreds of people how to exercise demons after barely being taught himself. With Wikipedia or something like that, or like he is the Wikipedia of this, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) People show up and like, how do I do this? And he's just like, I usually, you know, thumb my nose at him, scream at scorpions, and then uh, it's done. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we'll go outside so and have a nice long Italian cigarette, a couple espressos. Yeah. We ask the father or mother to bring us some biscottis. If the father and mother are dead, we bill the client. <laughs> and yep. uh, that's about it. Go home whenever of, you feel like it. That sounds nice. It's a pretty easy job. You know, yeah. you just got to show up on time. As to how long you are there, that is entirely up to you. <laughs> Good deal. One of my favorite teaching wisdom, nuggets of wisdom, Gaby imparted to his students was... Every exorcism is like hitting the demon with a bat. He suffers greatly. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. So, Gaby goes about exercising and training exorcists for the remainder of the 90s. He goes so far as to found the International Association of Exorcists, which, to this day, is acknowledged by the Vatican. So wow. The Vatican is just like, these guys are real. Pope Francis is like, hell yeah, I love Ghost Hunters. Favorite show on television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking God. Uh, at this point in time, Gaby averages 300 exorcisms a year. That's Ooh. roughly one a day if you take off Sundays and holidays. So he's, he's doing it. He's showing up. He's sprinkling the water. He's honestly doing it. And there's this whole fucking influx. Everyone, everyone like he made fucking exorcists great again. Good scam. Make not, exorcists great again. I love that. Yeah, good subtitle. So is he... He's not scamming. It's, it's not scamming. He's just yeah, confused. Is he just he's doing crusty. this in Italy or is he like global now? Is it donut in okay. the Italy's? I, no one I else will have him the, the, to the their sh- house. <laughs> yeah, he was in exorcism overdrive. 
And when you tend to that many spiritually and or chemically imbalanced peeps, you see some shit. According to Gabby, he saw a possessed 11-year-old boy throw seven grown-ass men across the room. Again, with, you know, it's backing up with his mentor, Qui-Gon Jinn, told him. Gabby was donkey-kicked by a possessed girl so viciously it broke his leg and had him in a cast for Bitch. his Bitch! Wow. Bitch. Just a uh, month? He, What's wrong yeah. with Italy? Fuck, they got a lot of fucking problems over there with demons. Well, their legs are made of loose spaghetti. So <laughs> that works, things Mike. do crack. Fuck. They need to watch more Shrek. Get uh, strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Would you say you just say watch more Shrek? <laughs> Shrek? Get strong. Shrek and some milk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like watch more Shrek. Make sure strong. Up. Hey, get out of my swamp. <laughs> I'm calling the police. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm calling the police. If you don't get out of my swamp, leave me alone. Please. Onions is good. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gaby uh, claims to have witnessed possession victims vomit strange objects. Oh, Gaby was beholden to the regurgitation of glass shards, needles, nails, and once, Mike, a transistor radio. Oh, nice. A whole radio. In pieces. I quote from Gaby. Lo and behold, she started spitting out bits of bits and pieces of a radio. Such things are rare, but they happen. Hey, I immediately put it back together. And we listened to I Miss in the Morning. <laughs> oh, it's good Cause, stuff. Because we're actually later. You know, like, the, you know, in the morning is, uh, in America is different than our morning. You yeah. understand. It's afternoon So for he's, he's just you. describing a 90s Nine Inch Nail music video. <laughs> or maybe that video is describing Gaby's everyday life, nope. Travis. Come on. Let's be. Let's okay. be <laughs> nope. All right. To further complicate matters and blur the lines between reality and fucked up Italian old men ramblings, Gaby's favorite movie was a little known hit in 1973 entitled The Exorcist. Ah. Best character in so, that movie, Donald one. Pleasance, has no hair. Wait, was he in that movie or was, that, he, was he in? I don't know. Oh, what's no. going on. I he, no was in he was in Halloween. Has no hair. Great. Oh. <laughs> I like how you figured out you're on a tangent and then decided to keep going you know with it. It's just like, oh, wait, this is the wrong movie. Let me keep using you know my what? mouth. Halloween, great. <laughs> you know, that's a really a great movie. Could you imagine if like our podcasts had to be like done on mag tape instead of like, oh my god, fucking hard drives? Like Tom would have to like spool miles. Of Travis tangent out his window. Yeah, the amount of the amount of time I save our listeners. You know what? Uh, you what? guys say tangent, I say tangente, which means on point. Is that Italian? Yeah, I don't think Thanks, that's Mike. true. This is an Italian episode. What yeah. is this? Travis is also named translated into Italian. Muzzy. Yeah. Listen up, uh-huh. idiots. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. Wow. All right, fantastic. So anyway, Cody, we got... Yeah, uh, he likes The Exorcist. Is he very open about that? He's open about everything. He's like the first exorcist that's okay with shooting off his dumb Italian mouth. Uh, Gaby looked at the movie and was like, that's absurd. Uh, Exorcism victims' heads, or, you know, possession victim heads don't turn 180 degrees. That's that's wrong. It's absurd. That doesn't matter. That's ridiculous. Mike, stop doing that. The possessed... Fuck me. (laughs) 
However, the possessed do projectile vomit, speak in multi-tonal voices, levitate, and Spider-Man crawl up walls. That shit does happen, according oh to Gaby. They say so that just like, a hero can save us. I'm not going to stand here and wait. That's the Satan singing. Oh, that right. is Satan singing, yes. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, aside from obscuring information as to not give away uh, possession victims' identities, Gaby is very open and forthcoming regarding his exorcisms and the opinions and outlooks that stem from it. He starts shooting off his dumb, crusty, elderly Italian mouth on every fucking topic imaginable after the turn of the century. So suddenly he's just like talking about everything. Uh, Vat- uh, Vatican wants this all hush hush. He's like, yo, shut up, don't talk about this. And he's just like shooting his dumb mouth off about everything. Because he's old and has time to do so now. That's like the execs at the uh, History Channel. Shut up about Hitler. We're done with it. <laughs> more aliens, more aliens, please. Yeah, for real. Let's do some real history, not that <laughs> bullshit that we already yeah. know about. Why don't you teach me something? You got any more pawn <laughs> yeah, shop I'd things? I'd love to know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, teach yeah. me something. American Pickers, oh, uh, we all them. went to history when we were in school, but did they teach us how to haggle? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like, history class from, like, you know, two decades from now is just about out of haggle in a pawn shop. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know the dates of Revolutionary War, Civil War, you know, what? all that shit. I need to know how much a Munster's <laughs> lunchbox from 1958 costs. <laughs> in today's lightly market. patinaed. Yeah, li- lightly patinaed. I need to know what that is doing to our current environment. That helps me. That's a litmus paper. History, bro. To to our current economy, life, and times, and uh, whether I should be angry at politics or not. <laughs> Munsters, good good callback. So, Gaby is getting... Gaby's a little loose with his lips. Gaby criticizes the Vatican on being too hush-hush with exorcism. Exorcisms. He wants there to be a more open dialogue to counter the medieval connotations associated with the practice. He's kind of like, let's let's make exorcists sexy and cool. Again, well, you know what I mean? I want to be sexy so he's like, and cool. Let's you know talk much, about it. Let's talk about it. You know how much sex us exorcist priests like to have? Loads <laughs> um, But hush, hush. Uh, here's my number. I have a private room in a Uh-oh. hole th- with other men. <laughs> Please come over. Let's have a Dude, sex. he's James Bonding, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. right? 1990s. No. Fucking making James Bond sexy again. It's not about Timothy Dalton slapping bitches, but making him sexy. He's Northern <laughs> Irish. What up, dog? Ah. Hey, anyone remember the string of sexual abuse scandals that rocked the church in the early 2000s? Yeah. During that no. nasty and sweaty tribulation, Gaby directly attributed the fuckery to possession of key figures within the Vatican. He's just like, ah, oh, it's fucking demons again. He stated no man was impervious to the influence of the devil, even clergymen. So he blamed that whole ordeal on the demons. I only mm. touched that boy when I was possessed by a demon. There you go. Mike said Didn't like count. a real priest. Take that. Yeah, yep. take that out of context. Put it at the top of the episode. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, what do you think Father Amort thinks of yoga? Dude, Bikram. Uh, fucking hot, man. Look at them you pants. That, direct quote. Practicing yoga is satanic. It leads to evil, just like reading Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, squirrel! So, well, I can I agree with half of that. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Gaby poo-pooed on everyone's favorite snitch deep-throating wizard. In Harry Potter, the devil acts in crafty and covert manner. 
under the guise of extraordinary powers, magic, spells, and curses. So he hates yoga, and he hates Harry Potter, and he hates Cody, yoga. I don't want to throw you under the bus, but... You've done this consistently. But what do you think about avocados? That's Satan's, Satan's Avocado apple. toast? I don't... That's cool. I was uh, going to ask about Tropical Smoothie <laughs> Cafe. I don't think he made it that long in his life. Oh, uh, okay. All right, let's, let's get into this now. All right, remember I said Gaby's favorite movie was 1973's The Exorcist? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In 2016, the director of The Exorcist, William Friedkin, approached Gaby, and Gaby, like, way in, into his 90s, gushed like a little fanboy. He's like, oh, it's, it's him. And Friedkin wanted to make a shameless buck, made a documentary, and I say documentary with fucking air quotes, depicting a real exorcism and interviews of the one and only Father Immort. Oh, wow. So the director of The Exorcist is like, let me make a dollar. Dude, Freakin's in a fucking and idiot. Like he's a straight Dude, idiot. Like point. he's just a dumb, smooth Get, brain director. He's a dumb. He hey, got lucky with hey, that yeah. film. Which film? A, f a few <laughs> of them. Hey, hey, uh, Exorcist. Yes, he did not get lucky with this documentary entitled "The Devil and Father Amort." Within this silly romp of a movie, Friedkin asks if he can film an exorcism, to which Gaby conditionally agrees. The possessed victim's name is Christina Rose, and after fucking around a little bit with some occult mumbo-jumbo, Amort and Christina's family think she's suffering from an honest-to-goodness possession. The film shows an average exorcism. Note the ordeal is frustratingly partially subtitled. Choice bits omitted here and there. So it's just like, why aren't we getting the entire transcript? I guess Friedkin left some shit out whatever all At right apex, uh, cut for plane yeah. he he cut the he he cut the you're not worth a cigarette butt out of the subtitles like, sure it wasn't like like uh you know gabby's uh, gabby's like all right just uh just talk about my mother's dick a little bit more come on just talk about my mother's dick a little yeah, bit more come on please a little more please can, can you vomit can you vomit green come on Oh, oh, devil's inside of you. Come oh, on. Like, sure. just piss on me. Just, oh. like, get your vagina out. We're gonna, we're flap those flaps out. Your dad's cock is taller than a Satan's uh, underwear. <laughs> oh, I like that. I said I like mom's that. cock. Get back in there. We're taking this again. <laughs> oh, I like that. A demon that just, like, is very aggressive with insults, but they're actually compliments. <laughs> yeah, or they, he doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about. He's just rattling off shit. Like 16-year-olds who watch British TV shows and realize cunt is a word. <laughs> what? I'm like, ah, oh, cunt. Oh, yeah, say, they say it over there all the time. Good day, cunt. I'm 16. Good day, cunt. Uh, yes. This is the fourth You live in period. Michigan. Good day, cunt. <laughs> Good day, cunt. I'm in grade five. <laughs> I'm in college. <laughs> Uh, like college, high school for them. Was that They're like college, like high school in Europe? College is like high school. Yeah. Or college something, is like right? it's not like like if you're not if you're grade, slow, you go to college. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, any uh, UK listeners, if you want to correct us, please feel free. You can blast yeah. us all yeah. over Twitter or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. We need more hate on Twitter. Um, I I have been cutting out less things. I don't cut out a lot, but when I've been cutting out less things that I have said. Hoping to incite some hate mail. Yes, just a and little we, bit, and It'll we haven't gotten it yet. So, any listeners, like, even if you just want to practice your hate mail, I'm not going to get back. Like, hey, hey do, Tom, you know? can we open up a voicemail yeah. at the end of this episode? Will we can oh, we use funny. the your same? Yeah, you want to use that? Yeah, at the end of the episode. I would love to hear some person yeah, be just like you're dumb. I would love for you to get confused <laughs> and air wrong messages on wrong shows. <laughs> 
At the apex of this exorcism, Gaby demands an answer from the entity at work within the woman. He asks, how many are you? The response comes back in a dual-toned voice as, we are legion. And then later, said voice asserts, we are armies. Armies. Damn. So, spooky, and I have the clip of that nice three-minute, 20-second chunk. It's in the fucking chat. And oh, I clicked on the wrong video. That's us. I knew you'd do that. That's a uh, mukbang. You're watching too. a mukbang, isn't it? Dude, that's some shit in the post. Notice partial subtitles. It's not all there. I've seen a lion bitch before. You sound like a Nazi zombie from Call Yeah, right? This is so anti-climatic. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd expect more. I think Latin is being spoken right now. I could be wrong. Could just be Italian. Yes, it's either Italian, but I think (laughs) this part is Latin. And she's not supposed to know Latin. No one's... Why is that guy smiling on the left? He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, fuck my wife. Yeah. Well, because he's fingering her right now. Oh, never mind. Uh, oh, was that a dildo? No, that was a uh, She's just shaking around. She got beads on her. That was a disability check. <laughs> so, basically, this performance that this woman is doing is if you put out any acting performance in New York. It's like, you need to be exorcists. Mm. Yeah. This is totally real. That's the scary part. Yeah. This is this. Hey, man, this is the same director as The Exorcist. Yeah. Worst guy to pick to do this. Well, I also like the guy who did a movie about. Well, I also like how our guy. I didn't know what he looked like until now. But he's basically Bernie Sanders with no hair. He speaks Italian. Yeah, he's he's a screwball. Holy Bernie yeah. Sanders. He's got that ravioli gullet to go along with it. He's got ravioli all over his where he keeps it. Yeah, there's no subtitles. Yeah. What, are we, what is he saying? I'm yeah, American. It's probably something that doesn't... William Freakin, you're American. Why don't you fucking tell me what they're saying, you stupid idiot? There's probably some lame shit in there that there's doesn't make for a good movie. I wonder if she got better after this. Yeah, she sucks. Uh, she had to go to the bathroom. Right <laughs> what, better at pretending there's a demon inside of her? No, that the demon went away. Uh, she was not liberated at this, at the conclusion of this exorcism. Wow, that's very sad, because that's, um, you know, that's probably a hell of a demon. Well, also, like, shouldn't she, like, throw some bitch across the room or some shit? Like, she doesn't look that strong. Like, the dude's just holding her head back. And it doesn't look like she's being well held down yeah. either. Doesn't the guy in the back with the uh, purple or blue sweater look like yeah. an Arthur? <laughs> and I just love, like, they just they just do the sign of the cross and it's over. It's over. I don't worry, I'm good. Oh, it's over. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Just the sign of the cross and we're done. Well, that sucks. That's, I hate this. Yeah. Very, very Guess garbage. what? She got, she got um, two free bottles of Nutella. From that, from that shoot. Oh, 
And Good yeah. So let us open the floor for discussion on whether this is fooey or not. And what do we think's going on here, boys? Let it all out. Absolutely legitimate. I would not question oh, it. I think fuck yeah, you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck no, you. I mean, look. All right, here's an idea. Why don't you talk to me right now? For our listeners, I will show them what they did to the voice. Yes, I was going to ask you, like, Tom, how easy is to easy is it to replicate that fucking effect? I'm demonstrating it right now. Yeah, oh, it's 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 active now. Yeah, Travis, I'm going to do it to him. Oh my is God, that, it's a lasagna! Oh my God, lasagna! 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 Oh. All right, who wants to be possessed? Raise your hand. Oh, can I be possessed? Yeah, so Mike's possessed now. Oh, I feel it in my bones. See how easy Be more Italian. I feel the ragu running through my blood. I don't even know if Italians know what ragu is. Probably not. It's probably a sin over there. I uh, get yeah, that. With your running pasta. through your bloods. Yeah, That's some good. Be like, uh, Mike, yeah, get that you. ragu out of here. Get the ragu out of here. All right. I'm dripping ragu out my butt. So as the listeners can tell, um, being possessed is easy. Auditorily. Yes, and Friedkin picked one of the easiest symptoms to fake. You know what I mean? If this bitch was projectile green vomiting, levitating, or doing her best Spider-Man impression up the wall, that would be something else. But it's literally like this dual tone Honest, thing. Honestly, though, and, I mean, like, like you, your other podcast, Heavy Hole, Tom, you guys talk about, like, black metal and shit. Like, that is, yeah. that is creepier and more satanic than what I just watched. Like, if you watch a behemoth music video, which is very well produced, very well produced, I feel like the Vatican I could mean, do a very... You know, well, us at Heavy Hole, we kind of stop at Demigod. Okay, well, I'm just saying. They got a little too classy I'm just for saying, us. very well produced music videos. Why can't the Vatican dump a little bit more money, pay these video editors and graphic artists that are starving for God? Ah, it's not the Vatican. Starving this is for freaking. God. I am starving for God. Vatican, pay me. I mean, the Vatican's giving them the okay seal okay. money, but y your money stops at the stipend. He's got to pay for his fiat. Yeah, that's true. He's got to pay for his S cookies. You know, like, he's, they, there's expenses on this I, set. So, Vatican's uh, not I'm just saying, that. you could, that could okay. be your act of being satanic, because I feel like a lot of those people, maybe they prescribe in Satanism, but also maybe it's just an act of, like, being like, dude. Let's just be as dark as hell. And they do a better job than this shit. There you go. It's garbage. Yeah, true. Yeah, Isn't that not really a bad thing, Satanism? Well, not, well, not a different way of... Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, Satanism, I don't really... Interpret it as how you want it. I, I've heard some people shit. talk about Satanism like it's more about free will and it yeah. really, like, they don't acknowledge God or whatever. And it's like, I, I don't care. Like, yeah, I'll mm. get into that. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how to fucking buy a house. Like, you know, <laughs> fuck off my case. For it. I want a 15 year old mortgage. Well, we, we will, yeah. we will <laughs> roast, got, uh, I, what's his name? Anton yes. LaVey and Alistair Both Crowley. Crowley, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Crowley. Uh, Anton LaVey is going to be so much fun because he's just like a giant. Uh, wet chicken. Yeah, Mike, you should no. roast the wet chicken. I feel like that'd be a good one for you. Yeah, maybe we'll get, yeah, fucking maybe learn like, that, boy. I'll get you a book. How do you feel about that? You think you can? Uh, I'll get you some size sixteen <laughs> font. 
book. <laughs> All right, good. God, I had to read a book for this. Uh, and just for your reference, the charlatan Friedkin is, he rolls this footage for a bunch of licensed doctors get their, to get their reactions and opinions. Not one of these doctors mentions that double voice thing. All the doctors are, they don't mention it. So it's as if he showed them a version of the footage that didn't have the effect included and then included the effect for like yeah, the release. Or the they show. were just like, that's yeah. stupid. I'm just going to disregard that. <laughs> no, they yeah, probably didn't yeah. hear it because the, the first reaction is just like, whoa. Uh, that's interesting. That's pretty wow. neat. How'd you do that? It's only the Nazi zombie sound when you play the fucking It does, though. Game. Yeah. You're right. So they sound like they sound like the screams. <laughs> It's blood curdling. Yeah. It's very. It's a disharmony, you know, when it's so precise yes. like that. It's weird. Let's you talk know? about minors, yeah, yeah. Tom. Yeah, yeah, and and let's talk about what? minors. I'm not talking about either. I'm all right. I'm not talking about well, minors what? sexually. I'm not talking about minors digging in the ground. I'm talking about minor music. Oh, <laughs> like like minor thirds. Yeah. minor makes all you right. uncomfortable. Well, this is not a music podcast. I don't want to talk about. But you don't want to talk about minors with me, Tom. Come on. <laughs> no. E minor. And just so the people at home know, uh, it's absolutely not paranormal for people to naturally talk with an overtone like that. That shit can be done without the use of special effects, and absolutely done without demonic possessions. Like there are people that can sing, and like you know what is it called the the fucking Tibetan throat singing. Yeah, they technically have, like, two tones yeah. going Yeah, on. they have the two-tone thing. I could do that kind of a little bit with, like, the the uh, demon voice Cody, thing. prove it or you don't have but... a dick. Yeah. Cody, do your demon voice, and I promise I'm not doing any okay. post-production. For here. the people at home, Tom isn't... It is not entirely difficult to have, like, a double overtone and seem very <laughs> demonic in your natural voice. So, like, no post-processing is going on right here, but I can... Kind of sound like a uh, stupid demon with a little bit of trickery in the voice. Cody, it's not in that voice. Say like, I like sauerkraut in my anus. Travis, I'm gonna tickle the bottom of your lungs with my dick tonight. Nah, it's not my sad, dude. That's pretty good. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I have a jar of mayonnaise with your. Name when you on do it, accents, you're supposed to, to be like, "Hey, say this," and then the person's supposed to be like, "Yeah, okay, I'll have to say that because that's what the person asked for." Oh, I'm the devil, and I'm not doing anything you want me to do. Fuck you. Anyway, scary. Father Mort is full of yeah. shit. No, so is the other guy. Here, mm, mm, is it, That's is the Father point. Mort full of shit, or is Friedkin? Is Friedkin full of well, shit? We can't roast Friedkin. Well, what about both of them? See, in essence, I believe this is a con man attempting to sell a confused man. Gaby isn't evil or believe he's tricking anyone. He does believe he's doing the complicated and esoteric Lord's work. Do I think Friedkin is tricking people? No. He's fucking trying to and failing miserably. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of garbage. He's a piece of garbage that's writing, you know, the corpse of his career to get an extra buck. And I feel bad because I somehow gave this buck to him when I watched it on Netflix. So, ask me how Gaby died. I'll do it. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, uh, so, how did Gaby find uh, the dirt? Uh, shortly after the conclusion of that film shoot, Gaby contracted pneumonia in September of 2016. Uh, though his age, though his aged lungs were taking on water, Gaby had the power to blow a quick comedic relief raspberry whenever a visiting loved one wept for a little too long. Oh! So when someone showed up, he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're you're dying." 
Gabe, it would be like. (laughs) 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 I want to do that. So nice of him. Dude, all right. No, hashtag goals right there. Like, if I'm dying, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. like... Dying raspberries. Yeah, if I'm dying and you guys word. are like, oh my god, it's so sad, Travis is dying, I'll be like... <laughs> you uh, sucked at that. That was a terrible raspberry. Do a better one. <laughs> if you miss you, Travis, when you die. If you did that first one when I walked in to try to make <laughs> me laugh, I'd say die already, you fucking yeah. weirdo. I start crying. What's taking so long? Keel I over got shit to do next Dude, week. Dude, I have Wynn's disease. Man. I gotta clean out your basement. Tom, I have Wynn's disease. Oh. There's not enough Wynn's coming out of me. Mm. You got a bad case of Wynn's <laughs> yeah. disease, yeah. Ripely aged at 91, Padre Gabriele Amort succumbed to pulmonary complications on September 16th, 2016. Italy, Rome. Or, excuse oh, yeah. me, Rome, Italy. And there you have it. Gaby, a holy man that had disdain for Satan, Harry Potter, and yoga a loose learner, practitioner, and teacher of the Roman ritual of exorcism. Was he a bad man? No. Was he a confused, crusty Italian fart? Yes. Did he haphazardly train hundreds of current-day practicing exorcists? Yes. Did he encourage droves of distressed individuals to seek psychiatric help? Yes. Did he erroneously convince the most dire of those distressed individuals that they had a literal (laughs) demon living inside of them? (laughs) <laughs> yes that is so nuts uh, yeah. so there you have it mixed uh, he falls on the line of mixed I'm just, I'm just gonna uh, rest in peace no well, that's, no no rest in peace he's fine rest I'll, in peace he, I'll give he him thought the rest he was in doing peace good. yeah rest I'll in give peace him. Was just, he's not so bad he was in, he was entertaining I was, was just gonna say okay Christian boomer okay boomer yeah. So, all right, cool. <laughs> there you Tom, have it. There he is. You think that's cool? I think so that's pretty cool, mean? actually. If I was to not have sex my entire life, that's what I'd want to do with it. Demon like slaying. Yeah, demon like Dude, jerking off or whatever. Trigon. Make an anime out of you. Well, one day I will be an anime. You, you guys watch. I would be. Anime. If anyone wants. Uh, speaking of animes, Mike and I have been watching Sailor Moon fan. Movies oh, and great. putting them up on the Patreon. So that's commentary. Closing, closing this shit out. Yeah, follow us on all the social media stuffs, including yeah. Patreon, where um, you'll see me. You'll see these anime yaoi boys do their commentary. Oh God! And then you'll also see me eat some Chef Boyardee. Because like Chef Boyardee, yeah, really like a lot of to. Chef Boyardee. No, not just some. Room temp. Not just some Chef. Maybe room temp. Maybe room temp. Maybe I'll stick it in. Maybe I'll stick it in the espresso that. steamer. Who knows? Ooh. I just heat it up. Wow, I like where you're going. So that's all of our stuff. And then, Patreon. um, yeah, Patreon.com/slash/RoastMortemCast. There you go. Uh, we, we're uploading more fun stuff there. We're figuring that out. And then, uh, what I'm gonna do now is tell you the heavy hole phone number, voicemail use, number. Use use it as the fucking roast mortem number, though. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, so my other podcast, Heavy Hole, we take listener calls, and yes, we, yes. we were just, let's open that up here. If you want to call into the show and you want to hear your voice at the end of the show, why don't you dial 631-837-3274 and leave a nasty nice. one. Oh. Uh, make sure you correct us on something. I, would, I think that's Or the, blow, blow a raspberry into your phone. Yeah, uh, so that number was uh, oh. 631-837-3274. You get it, Mike? You get that? You get it? 
Thanks very much for tuning in. Yes. Uh, Cody, good research there. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, was it was tricky because he's fucking, oh, there's nothing on him in, in the early life, but thankfully he only was Exorcist Boy in his 60s. Hey, it's not so bad. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, we got enough. Uh, we got enough out of him. That's what matters. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Thank you, Shane. Co- Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane, you ninnies. Kobe. Thank you. Did you Kobe? <laughs> <laughs>